0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sunday Sessions podcast. This may be your first time viewing or listening to this as it's our first episode on YouTube, but it's not our first episode. So make sure that you go listen to the earlier episodes. Twelve early episodes. Was I, 12 early was I speaking? Twelve Was I speaking?
1: We got twelve earlier
0: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podcast Podcasts, <laughs> wherever you listen to podcasts, we've got twelve earlier episodes. We've got Chad from anything. I mean, <laughs> anything for views, Chad from Cold Ones. He's a guest. Go listen to that. Dyson Dyson Daniels. Daniels. That's right. NBA superstar. And uh, yeah, anyway. So this is the podcast, the Dusty
2: Center. Sunday Sessions.
0: The Sunday Sessions podcast (laughs) where we help you cure those Sunday blues, Sunday anxieties you might be having because let's be honest, you probably made some pretty shit decisions over the weekend and so did we. So let's cure this anxiety together. I am one third of your co-hosts, Dowlo. I make shit vids and I have even shitter mates and two of them are joined with me today.
1: Yes, yes they are. I'm Ben. I'm two thirds of this podcast and I've went and bought myself a new shirt specifically because I knew this was going to be filmed. So I'm feeling good and I'm looking looking better. better. Thank Thank you.
2: I am Henry and I'm three thirds of this beautiful podcast. And even though it is dry July, I'm (laughs) smashed. Well, yeah, just to
0: put the cat out of the? No, you can't. We actually recorded... <laughs> oh, fuck This off. is our first time recording a full-length video podcast because one guy messaged us and said, you should probably do it. And we're like, fuck it. That guy's probably onto something. So, we're doing it. But we did one last week and we fucked it. We yeah. fucking... One of the cameras...
1: We? We fucked it? All right, producer, producer Zach, Zach fucked, fucked it. it. <laughs> okay,
0: <fine. laughs> so, everyone, message him on Instagram. Zach Ryan, say you fucked it. Send yeah, your best hate mail to him. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we can't say that it's YouTube. They'll de- They'll take it down. Uh, anyway... Uh, producer Zach fucked it One of the cameras cut out So this was our first actual This is our first actual live video one So, yeah, so welcome If you're listening on Spotify Don't mm. Come watch the YouTube version Because uh, we well, get paid AdSense money for it so come But al-
2: also finish the podcast on Spotify And then watch the video mm, form
0: Just just listen to it every time yeah. uh, Have it on times. repeat <laughs> uh, Yeah so I just wanted to throw a thought out there Because I'm fucking up and about I was watching John Wick Mm. The other night John. You, you just yourself Just myself watching it? Nah well I was watching it With Zach and Ben And we had previously Like the, other, the the day before that We watched Extraction you
2: Every night that? we're watching A different yeah, movie action Yeah, seen yeah. yeah. I, I've seen a bit of it
1: oh, I think wow. I've,
2: seen the, I've seen the trailer I mean oh, I don't think so I've seen The actual so film You've seen a so you know bit of it's the movie, it I know it's a movie it. yeah
1: Yeah you know it exists But you haven't seen it, yeah, yeah. it. Okay well Let me just paint <laughs> this picture for you Well I know Paris exists But I haven't been there That's like saying Exactly
0: Yeah I've been I know it exists I've been to Paris yeah, well, listen to this. It's pretty much this is the picture I'll paint for you. Chris Hemsworth, big, strong Aussie boy with big arms, and he's slaughtering, fucking just killing mm. in very, very fucking fun and different ways heaps of people. He's in India for the first one, and there's lots of slaughterations. In the second one, spoiler for anyone, he kills someone with a fucking leg press at the gym. Oh, and, and it's a great it kill. he is wet. And I was watching it with the boys and we were just sitting around watching it, like actually cheering out loud, like going, Yes! Fuck We rewinded a scene because we re- he, he killed this kid.
1: <laughs> and we, we fucking rewinded it to watch it again because
0: it was so good. He like, goes picks up fucked. this kid,
1: like picks him up and just throws no not no sense no. this like the villain, the villain of the story. Picks up this kid and just throws him off, off a building. A building.
0: <laughs> throws him off a building.
1: And it shouldn't be funny. It's and like <laughs> but we rewind it and, cause Because it's so... It's ridiculous. It's just like fucking...
0: It's like Chris Hemsworth is just on meth and Bundy cans. (laughs) And he's at the local footy and someone's just called his missus ugly. And he's just king hit after fucking king hit. And we're just like sitting there watching. And I was looking at me and Zach and Ben just actually getting up, standing up, clapping, like going... (laughs)
2: <laughs> guys, like, will, guys will get into like the shittest movies If there's a little bit of oh, action in it like, know, if- We were
0: saying You don't need a fucking good storyline I don't yeah. even know what, I don't care about the storyline It's shit Yeah, if a kid's but, getting thrown off a building but, You're watching it But like the, the action is so good That I'm like every mm. single boy No matter what movies you're into If you're a boy who's into fucking cartoons Or The Notebook You still If you are a boy Into that like yeah. just action high action like death scenes
1: in Extraction as well it's so like the stories elite and the action scenes are so they're all like one take mm-hmm. and you feel Fuck. you feel like you're there they're, they fucking when he well.
0: Blast someone away with a shot of you just it's like, like oh that's nice it's
1: like you know in a dream where you can just do no wrong and just like going through killing everyone yeah. it's, it's like, like that
0: it's like he was playing GTA and he just had the unlimited stamina, unlimited health cheat on and he was just <laughs> going around with like fists and everyone was shooting him and he was just knocking everyone out. Yeah, him all and right. John
1: Wick would be a great fight.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. I reckon he'd have John Wick though, to be honest. Really? Just because he's so like much Jack, more Jack.
1: Yeah,
2: but think about how many people John Wick has like fucked up. Go Mate, watch Extraction. Go watch Extraction. All
1: right, all right, all right. Love- There's like this scene in the second one where we also rewatched where he's in this like Russian prison and he's got to get across the yard but... All the, prisoners are, all the prisoners are like riding And he just fucking goes there And he murders everyone There's this bit where his arm catches on fire And he's just punching blokes With this it's like, like His arm is on fire here. And he's just punching people yeah. With his arm that's on fire And like fire. setting and, them on fire right, well, My was, sister oh,
0: came around And I sh- we replayed the scene for her <laughs> Which we were going nuts at this scene We're all like Yes oh my god this is sick <laughs> And Katie went and watched it And she was just like <laughs> yeah there's nothing special and I was just thinking if you if you showed this scene to any boy ever
2: yeah they'd be like that's so cool or
0: like if you if you showed if somehow you wrangled up every boy in existence put them in a cinema that could fit fucking four billion people and then showed them extraction two and they got out and they, you lined them up one by one in like a police interrogation room so they couldn't know what the other person said. And they're like, what did you think of the movie? And they're like, loved it. Every single boy would say loved it. Yeah. And then if they said why, every boy in the interrogation room would have the same fucking answer. And the it prison be this, scene. Because it's fucking sick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, well, I'll, I'm going to watch it one or two which one's better both. Both. just watch them watch both,
1: both. i think one. One.
0: one's better yeah but two has moments that are better than okay
2: one. i'll watch both of them before next week and i'll we can have a discussion yeah. about it all
1: right well yeah, next week we fucking do your homework and yeah. get into it all right moving on from that we had we put the onus on our audience last week to send in some good travel stories after the week before you just sent in dog shit yeah and uh a yeah, like couple of them have actually done alright this week. So I think producer Zach is gonna read out some mm. of the best ones. So well cool. done. Producer to, Zach to again, these the people. guy who
0: fucked up the last recording.
3: Where would you be without me? Who would be who would be? Probably controlling number one cameras? on Spotify? Yeah, probably. I don't have a bunch. I just have one really good travel story that's an audio message. Ah, oh, fuck mm. yeah. Um, I should be connected, hopefully. This is from Ed Beanie. Okay. Should we just Venus. say Ed? Nah, Ed Ed, no Ed Beanie. No Ed Beanie. I mean, Ed, Ed what Ed, if he
0: doesn't want anyone to know?
3: He
4: wants people to know. <laughs>
3: okay,
0: Ed Beanie. Everyone knows. <laughs>
4: Alright. Um, so in November 2022, I was coming off the end of a five-six month um, holiday with my mates around Europe, and we decided to hit up Egypt at the end of it. Um, so we're, we're in in Cairo, having a good ass time. Everything is all sweet, and then one night, me and my mate decided to go get a tattoo, even though all the things you hear about not getting a tattoo. In what could be considered a third-world country, so we did lots of our research. So
3: first of all, I thought that was relevant because Ben came back from Bali last week with three tattoos. Yeah, and
1: get your funny up.
3: That was uh, a <laughs> <laughs> that was a situation where it panned out for the better. Mm. Oh, like, one of them got infec- infected. One of them got infected, but but think
0: about over- how many people you've attracted into your life. Yeah. since having
3: them. Yeah, I'm tatted up. We
4: also a bit wary. Did our research. We found this one place. It seemed really legit. Looks legit. Get it done. Uh, The design's really cool. Everything's all sweet. So we put on a second skin and we're on our way. As time went on, it just got absolutely worse. Just so much worse than what it was originally. So my mates later that night are like, you know, we're going to a bar. Do you want to come? And I just think like, I'd love to, but I'm just on my head about this. I need to get it fixed. So I stay home and I turn to Reddit um, and I post on Tattoo Advice. And within about 30 minutes, it's the number one trending post
1: always a good thing to look up your symptoms on Google yeah because you'll be like oh I've got a sore elbow and then you look it up on Google and you've got cancer you need to kill your family (laughs) then kill yourself (laughs) it's not gonna it's not gonna work out
2: I
0: think I made a video about that it's like I got a bit of a head cold and he's like oh yeah You've got testicular cancer. <laughs>
3: I'm a chick.
4: <laughs> so I order an Uber and it takes me there. It's about 10 kilometers from where I was staying. So I just think, fuck, okay, I need to go to a hospital right now. So we get there and I look out the window and there's just hundreds of people all surrounding this one gate trying to get in. I get out of the car and I just I just think to myself, what the fuck? Like, what do I do here? There's just hundreds of people outside this gate. So we've out my Australian passport and <laughs> start screaming and waving my white privilege. I push my way to the front and just start saying, like, I'm Australian, please help, please help his armed guards look at me up and down and grab my passport from me and they take it away so i'm just like fuck my passport's just been stolen from me and then what appeared to be like an an army officer all the badges everything looking very legit came out and just looked me up and down and was like signaling like what is wrong with you i just pointed my tattoo like please help please help so he grabs me and pulls me inside of the gate and then closes it off to all these other people So <laughs> i just think oh, how lucky am i
2: i reckon he's gonna get his arm amputated or something no.
1: imagine he's like how lucky am I and then they're just like you have to execute this person or Make <laughs> kill, some him. Like- kill him you're,
0: you're you're the king that we've been waiting for <laughs> he's just got the there's an Ed Beanie who's like the long lost king who's like been, wait, been waiting <laughs> to come back and they're just like you're Ed Beanie he's like no I, I'm not Like, what well, says it here on your passport <laughs> where do you reckon it's gonna go sex party it's always a sex party <laughs> I reckon it's a, yep Underground sex party. Sweet. And they're looking for an ad.
4: Oh, and when I walked in, I was shocked. Like people were screaming, lying on the floor. Sex party. <laughs> <laughs> just like blatant horror, like an attack had just happened and everyone just ran to this hospital. So I was taken into this police box where I sat at the table with eight police officers all passing on my passport and laughing at me. And this went on for about 10 minutes. So I'm just like, what have I gotten myself into? So next thing I know, um, this doctor walks in. They're all pointing at me. He's pointing at me. Everyone's just pointing at me. I'm the centre of bloody attention. Sex party. They're me into the hallway with um, two armed guards and this doctor and these two little, um, little nurses who... Barely spoke English. These are the first people that actually spoke English that I've run into at this hospital. Um, And they tell me that I need to go to the Burns victim unit. So if the alarm bells aren't already going off in my head right now, they are like, they are buzzing right now. So I get in this elevator, still not in control of my passport with the armed guards, and they take me to the eighth floor. I keep asking them to give me my passport back, but they just absolutely refuse. So the doors open and there is not a single person in in, in sight. Sorry, lights are flickering and floorboards have been torn up. It looked like an apocalyptic horror movie or something. So I thought to myself, I'm about to get harvested or get sold Get sold into sex trafficking. Sex
1: party.
0: <laughs> He's about to get sold into some sort of sex and it's a party.
4: <laughs> so I'm taken into this room with about six non-English speaking doctors and they all come in and look at me, start flicking my tattoo, examining it, and I'm just regretting every decision I've made in my life at this point. <laughs> and then one of them walks in with this massive needle and a bottle of just some liquid and prepares to inject me with it. They tell me to pull my pants down and I just stand up like, nah, 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 nah just give me my passport.
0: If this isn't a fucking sex party... <laughs>
4: I'll be baffled. I'll leave. Like I'm done. Like, I I don't know what, what's going on anymore. As I'm doing this, just this uh, doctor who was Lebanese, who did some study in the UK, and then I was now in Egypt. Barges in, starts screaming at everyone, telling them to get away from me, like he's like, you're okay, you're okay, but he's in English. And then he starts yelling in Egyptian, like, get away from me, everyone. Stand back, stand back. So he grabs me and pulls me out of the room and just starts saying, like, where is your passport? What have you told them? Tell me everything I need to know. So I'm just like, oh, that man has my passport. This and this has happened, like, just everything that's happened to this point. He goes and yells at the man with, um, for about a minute and gets my passport back for me, thank God. Um, and then he just tells me, like, you can't listen to anything they're saying. They're going to try to sell your passport or they're going to try to get money out of you for it. Um and he just tells me, okay, like, everything's going to be okay, just follow my instructions. So he tells me to take this injection, which was a different injection to what I was going to get. He says what they were going to give me wouldn't have done me any help. So I get the injection in my ass, which was a whole different experience in itself. And at this <sighs> moment, I'm just like, fuck it, we roll. Whatever you say, I'm doing like, I trust you. And honestly, this man quite frankly saved me. So I owe so much to him. And then because my phone had died halfway through, so I actually couldn't text anyone or tell anyone where I was, um, so he actually ordered the Uber for me to my hostel.
1: Oh, what a king. Um, if he,
4: even, even at that point, I would have been stuffed cause I wouldn't be able to get home. So I get back to my hostel room and my mates come back from the bar and they just ask me like, what I did that night, Like, like how was it? And I just give them the most blatant stare, just like, oh, my God. But, yeah, that's my uh, first ever tattoo story from Fuck. last year in Egypt, Cairo. So probably the last time I'll be doing that, but definitely a good experience. Damn.
1: Oh, well, way to fucking one-up me from Bali. What <laughs> the <laughs> fuck? That's that so was cooked. insane. Yeah.
0: Imagine he looks at that tat and he's like, oh. Mm-hmm.
1: What? Imagine <laughs> if <laughs> that if fucking bloke. Like, oh,
0: where were you? And he's like, you wouldn't fuck. fuck <laughs> yeah. What do you reckon fucked. the injection
1: was? Uh, um, probably like saline. <laughs> like, like it wouldn't have done anything. Or if, like they knocked knock him out or something and then he woke mm. up with no clothes on at a sex party. <laughs> <laughs> so I was kind of right. <laughs> Jeez, that is that's path. fucking.
0: Ah. I'm never going to fucking Egypt. It'd be cool to go. Nah, well, one of my mates spent like fucking six months there recently. And he was telling me that there's this scam. There's heaps of fucking scams and shit they run. Yeah, through. at
2: the pyramids and shit.
0: There's one where they um like the taxi drivers or the Uber drivers or whatever, they're like in on it. Mm. And they you get an Uber and they're taking you somewhere, but they just drive you out right into the middle of the desert. And then they're like, if you want then they have like uh camels, and they're like, if you want to. Fucking to get back to the city like it's like how much they charge it which is whatever they want so you have to like pay them all this money just to get back to the city and then there's another one where sam was saying that they like throw live babies to you because it's your oh, human yeah. instincts to like you're obviously going to catch you it drop and everything. you catch it and you're holding it they like rob you ah and i was like fuck me what if you just didn't catch the baby you no son? i think you're i think the,
2: the baby's on like a band or something so it comes back so i like, go to throw it and then it comes back to them but you're holding like cameras and shit and you drop it to like go to catch the baby i remember hearing uh, about that somewhere Someone like told holding about a camera
1: it. Mm. yeah fuck they get you don't they don't, they? Mi- they don't miss you over there i would just step out of why, the didn't,
0: why don't you just go to fucking get a
1: tattoo at melbourne tattoos That's a fucking great story to have though. Like for the rest of your life. Do you think
3: he'll ever get a tat again? Like imagine that's your first hat you've ever gotten. That's your first
1: experience
3: getting a tattoo. I wonder what happened for it to get so far.
2: It's probably just like dirty needles or something.
1: Or like swimming. It's probably something something to do with like the pyramids. (laughs) Probably the aliens I'd say. I wonder if his mate's one got infected. Imagine if he just got the short straw. He's like, yeah, I just got infected. And then... I nearly got. Short straw, but great fucking story. I nearly got abducted in a fucking Egyptian hospital, and then his mate was like, oh, mine's fine. Okay, so we've (laughs) Um, got. This is a
0: fucking. I don't know why we're going back to producer Zach after his multitude of fuck ups, but (laughs) Zach, it's in the itinerary that Zach has a would you rather for us, so Zach, hit me.
1: Wait, wait! Shout out Ed. That was a fucking great yeah, shoutout. Ed. Ed, that's I mean, a great story. Man, and Zach, I-, I saw Zach reply to him. He's
0: like, "Oh, Eats, this is great. Uh, this will do. Cheers or something."
3: Mate, that was no. It's because it's because he sent me a much longer version, and I got him to shorten it down. Uh, oh, did he send a long version? Yeah, back? yeah.
0: Was there anything we missed?
3: Um, not really. It was just
0: machine guns and sex parties.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it
0: was a fucking sex party.
1: So old Ed can spin yarn. Good on you,
0: Ed. Um, if you're ever in Melbourne, you see any of us four on the night out.
2: Don't talk to us oh, Show just, us the tattoo Show
0: us the
1: tat And I'll buy you a beer So if anyone else uh, To our audience Has stories like that Or something similar Or something better Fucking send it in Because you'll get your voice And shout obviously out on the podcast Obviously you can tell That so. that's real Yeah
0: That's a man who lived it And it's in his mind And obviously mm. He's
1: still got PTSD Because all the voice breaks he had He was, <laughs> it was bringing up All past emotions And then emotions. we went to this Sex party <laughs> Yeah <laughs>
3: Yeah. So the Would You Rather this was sent in by Luke Edmund. Would you rather every drink you have to be poured and drank out of a dog bowl, That's so you can't use gla- glasses, or you can't use cutlery to eat hands only for the rest of your life?
2: Wait. So I have to drink every drink out of a
3: dog bowl. Dog bowl. Hundred percent. Or eat only a- dog with bowl. your hands.
1: Dog bowl. Can you use chopsticks? <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> Can you use chopsticks? I no, you he make just said like knife and fork.
1: hands. He just said everything <laughs> you have Hams to eat certainly. with your hands.
0: Um, uh,
2: I think I'm much as hands and just always fuck eat. Fuck burgers, dog Oh bowl. no, yeah,
0: no, yeah. I'm I'm eating with my hands. Yeah, what do you think I no, did back in the day? I don't yeah. want to fucking go to the pub, get a pint, pour it into a dog <laughs> Yeah.
2: Literally like, how you think, you get, about, think about you're at the footy you, you get a beer Yeah
1: that's funny and cool You'd be known as the guy yeah, with the dog Yeah no ball. you wouldn't though You'd just be <laughs> That oh, fucking What the creep, fuck is that yeah. and doing And just like drinking out of it You could, yeah, but you could think, be able to scull it Imagine
0: you go to an important business meeting Like all right beers all around Or shots all around Yeah, be like yep Then again imagine Just to put it in
1: my fucking dog bowl True I didn't think about driving Because imagine putting a coffee in your car While you're driving or but something But also imagine like you're
2: at a business dinner And you get spaghetti And you have to fucking
1: Yeah <laughs> Pasta? What eating the, the, pasta with your hands? I'd say that I'm gluten free How are you ever going to eat soup again? Like this, same as the fucking dog bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So why is the dog bowl so bad then? <laughs> why is it so bad if you can eat soup like that? What
3: about like spicy ramen, like hot ramen? Yeah.
1: Noodles? Well, you do. it That's the one. You
0: thing. just got to wait for your food to cool down.
2: <laughs> I guess you just wouldn't eat it. You wouldn't eat shit like that. You'd I'll just like,
0: eat steaks. And shit. I'd be Joe Rogan. I'd be like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what about like an ice cream or something? You couldn't. You couldn't not use cutlery for that. <laughs> ah <laughs> sorry continue zach
0: no oh, is that it yeah, yeah. Right. Only, one. It was only one There's only one add sorry. that to the list <laughs> do you okay like sex? so uh have i had sex yeah um i don't think what is sex
2: maybe like what even what is, is it? sex i well, there is someone that we I've could i've
0: got so many sex <sighs> i've got so many sections about quest
2: do you actually have a lot of <laughs> do you...
0: you can ask me a couple i don't know
2: do, do you have a lot of sister? sex questions yeah but I don't know. I don't have anyone to ask. If me. only we oh. knew someone to ask. Guys, do I have the best opportunity? There's a sex. This sounds
0: like a pyramid scheme. <laughs> Are
1: we There's going a- to a sex
2: party? Yes. Call Co- it after is. this. Call Co- it. Co- um, I have a sexologist outside. Outside? Here? Here. Oh my. Bring her in. What's it? What? What? Her name's Emily from the That's Orgasmic podcast. No. Yeah, you've seen it.
0: I'm going to shut my eyes and if in three seconds I'm not on that side of the table and she's not (laughs) sitting where I am, then I don't believe it. Uh, Yeah, so guys, we also have a very special surprise for you today. You probably didn't see this coming, but uh, we have a very special guest with us, our third ever guest of the podcast and our first ever female guest. Uh, She's, like me, an expert in sex. (laughs) Uh, the technical term I've just uh, been illuminated to is sexologist, but I think sexpert, you, sex expert, anything you want. Sex expert, anything you want. she's the host of That's Orgasmic on Spotify and I'm assuming anywhere you listen to podcasts, so make sure to go give that a listen. Uh Emily Duncan, Ooh. welcome. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. For How you doing?
5: Me. I'm great. How are we?
0: Oh, uh, very well. Uh look, first of all, I've got a lot of questions, but I'm just going to kick us off. What uh for those myself included, who are very like, I have no idea what this c- could even mean. What's a sexologist? What do you do? How do you become a sexologist? What qualifies someone as that? And what kind of things do you need to you know, know to get that mm. title?
5: Um, I guess it depends who you ask. The guys on TikTok think I'm a mega hoe. Um, <laughs> got that one the other day.
0: <laughs> is that like a comment someone's put? Yeah. Wow. They,
5: they Did you me. respond to it? What would you say? Yeah, I read a whole TikTok. I was like, absolutely. <laughs> I went to uni for four years, just to become a mega hoe. I had to learn all the history, all the tips and tricks. So this is a
0: full degree, like a uni sub... Like subject Yeah, I
5: didn't just go out on the streets and like pick this up. That was was
0: <laughs> no, because I was genuinely thinking, I was like, is this something that you just learn in the real world and then you're like, all right, I'm now an claim. expert? Yeah, yeah literally
5: like- a mega ho. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's the uni course that you... Um,
5: so first I did an undergrad in psych and then I did a graduate diploma in sexology. So basically nearly a month. Marks- us all. <laughs> yeah, literally as soon as I walked in the door when you <laughs> were late, Shit, I was fuck. like, Shh, these traits, We've not failed. good. We <laughs> all yeah, the- tests.
0: Do you find that that actually happens? Like when you study psychology that you look at people and you just can't stop like psychoanalyzing them?
5: No. No. Oh, okay, <laughs> no it's not like especially the undergrad because it's more like sciencey mm, so like really? basically like as a sexologist what i do now is basically like sex therapy and like sex coaching for like individuals and couples um but other sexologists do like more education um really kind of depends on what your background's in but because i had the psych i did therapy
0: so is it like a is the course when you do it is it mostly like Female, male, like what kind of does it, is it like a popular course?
5: It's growing in popularity. Like there was 90 of us when I did it, like when I went through, which had grown like 30 from the year before they said. Mm. Um, And there was one guy in my class who was there consistently throughout them. There was like one or two others that did just like a unit, Mm. Um, but only one and then yeah, like 98 chicks. (laughs) And also non-binary people as well. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, Uh, you obviously do TikTok and social media and stuff, mm-hmm. but do you like you said you do couples therapy and stuff? Is that in person or
5: so currently online, looking to do in person, but I'd have to wait until I had enough clients to like justify mm-hmm. doing it. Um, yeah. But yeah, generally just online at the moment. So
0: is it like you get a license and a yeah, license, so you have to have a license to to do it. Like so- you can't just, Henry can't just open up his own like. At sex advice shop and give people advice. He has to, like, have done it. So, technically,
5: you can. It's an unregulated Mm. title at the moment. Um, But I'm. (laughs) Yeah, you could call yourself a sexologist. But I'm a member of the Society of Australian Sexologists. So, you wouldn't be able to become a member. Um, Do they have
0: parties and stuff?
5: They have like dinners and stuff. I think they do. I haven't been to any because like. Oh, you gotta go. Yeah, I should, but I just I don't know. I just haven't.
1: Circling back to um sex coaching. When you said that, it's just because I'm immature, but I just like imagine you (laughs) in a room, like (laughs) like with a whistle and you're like
5: faster, faster. The whip's out. Like
0: in a corner in a boxing ring.
1: Coach, what do I do?
0: What do I? I I don't
5: think I
1: can do it anymore. (laughs) No, but what what does that look like and how does that work for you? Yeah,
5: so basically when I see clients, we look at their presenting issue because normally they're coming to me because they've got like a problem or something they need help with and then looking at all of their sexual history and providing them like tools and support to be able to really like cultivate sexual wellness um so i see people for a whole range of different things like sexual pain if you struggle to orgasm or have never orgasmed erectile difficulties like if you can't get hard or struggle to stay hard performance anxiety if you want to look at different like kinks relationship dynamics your sexuality gender like there's literally everything you can think of when it comes to sex and stuff that you probably wouldn't even think that relates to sex.
0: Have yeah. you ever had someone come in with an issue that you're like, I honestly don't even know how to help you mate, like <laughs> the, the, that's just so far gone from my, like, I, I have no idea what to tell you about. <laughs> you just fucked.
5: <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't because most of the time, because we aren't given sex education and the proper like knowledge and tools in the first place, it's generally stuff that with a bit of education and like push in the right direction, you're good to go. I think,
1: like, when you say your title, like, sexologist or sexpert, a lot of people would probably be, like, think of really extreme stuff that people would be coming to see you about, but it's pretty, like, it's a pretty taboo topic. So Mm. is everyone that's coming to see you, it's just, like, sort of normal, like, everyday stuff, but they just don't have anyone to talk to about it?
5: Yeah, I think so. Well, I I look at it and see it just, like, normal everyday stuff, but most of the time it's been because... It's been around, like, pleasure and sexuality. So, like, they – or their desire. Like, one person in a couple desires sex more than the other. So, they're big problems for them and their relationship, but they're not, I guess, like, you know, these really big, strange things that we've never seen before. Most of us will experience it. It's just whether it's distressing enough to get help.
1: What would,
0: like, use – what's an example of something you might suggest to someone who is in a relationship where they have – like a significantly less sex drive than the person they're with? Like what what's kind of – because I honestly don't know. So what would your advice be to like a couple like that?
5: So first things first is you need to kind of sit back and reflect and look at – why you're not desiring sex and also we make the assumption that it's always the person who has the lower desire that's got the like problem Mm. whereas sometimes it's actually the other person has a desire that's just way too high that's going to work within the current relationship dynamic so you both kind of have to go and reflect and look at your desire what you like what you want um and first look at like if anything's changed because obviously if you've had a desire where it matches up and now it doesn't like um have you had a child do you have a stressful job like is there something that's actually changed within your relationship and then it's communication you literally can't not talk about this stuff like with your partner so communicating and then finding ways to kind of meet in the middle so like do you have to schedule sex which doesn't sound really sexy but like you can make it better it's kind of like if you like, plan a date night, and you are just, you know, you can build suspense. You can start sexting like but throughout the week that that or whatever. But also
0: lead to a problem of like if some, if a couple scheduled it, and then for some, whatever reason, one of the two parties weren't keen that to, like mm-hmm. night, it could lead to like, and say that happened multiple times, it could lead to um, resentment.
5: Potentially. Mm. So that's why you got to communicate. And it's also, it's got to be consensual. You can't be like, we're having sex on this yeah, date. Yeah. Mm. You have to do it. Um, I think it's more just putting the intention there and then feeling it out. Otherwise, it's taking sex off the table altogether. Like if it's something where it's really distressing for a couple and they're like, one person is just really just not wanting to, but they're now like lacking intimacy. So like one partner's like, don't touch me, don't try and, you know, have a shower with me or cuddle me on the couch because I think you're gonna try and make a move on me. Taking sex off the table, building the intimacy back up, and then doing activities such as like Sensate Focus. So this is an activity where you spend like 15 minutes touching all over your partner's body apart from like their general like areas and just seeing how it feels, not trying to like arouse them and just Getting back into your body and then swapping, doing it to the other partner, doing I feel that like again. that week. Like too hot
0: to handle.
5: Yeah, probably or something like that. Mm. Yeah, where
0: they
2: have like the paints and they do all that stuff where they're like,
1: oh, they like yeah, having yeah, sex, yeah, but they're yeah.
2: not. Yeah. Mm. So how do you get into like what made you want to do that course?
5: Chlamydia. When I was eighteen, I got chlamydia for the first time, and I was like, "Fuck, what do I do?" <laughs> um, I had a boyfriend at the time, and I was like, I don't know how to talk about this. Like, Mm. this is really, like, taboo. I'm the first one to get it out of all of my friends. Um, And I just kind of realized the more that I looked into it, the more I realized I just didn't know. And I was like, if I don't know this, like no one knows this. Mm-hmm. And then I obviously had a conversation with my boyfriend at the time about it. And then we didn't have any follow-up conversations. So then I contracted it again because they didn't get treated properly. And then that turned into pelvic inflammatory disease and I had to have surgery. which was just like this big oh, wow. debacle. Oh, and that just led to me looking more and more into like sexual health, like sex positive accounts on Instagram and stuff like that, found sexual and I was just like I want to be a part of this like sex positive movement that was really happening and wanted to educate people so that they if Mm. they not even to not get yourself in the same situation because reality is most of us going to contract an STI in our life if we're sexually active but more like how to deal with that afterwards Mm, yeah I think
0: definitely everyone has like Everyone has this view and like demonizes STIs so much, whereas like the reality is most people get them. Like they're Mm. a lot more common than everyone thinks. Yeah, I feel like that it's good that you're kind of
1: bringing light to it
5: more. Yeah, 100%. It's like one in two under 25 contract an STI, but honestly it's probably higher than that because Mm. like there's STIs that they don't test for, like herpes you don't actually get tested for unless you have symptoms, even if you ask for a full screen. So Mm. there's a lot more going around than what we think there is. So, yeah.
0: half of you guys listening. Probably yeah. half. If not more, honestly. Not more. Probably more. Yeah. Probably. If you're listening, go get, go get fucking checked.
5: Yeah, contested. <laughs>
1: you need to and you're dirty. <laughs> this is a complete... We don't use the word dirty. You're not dirty. <laughs> <laughs> this is a uh, complete change of subject. But yeah. have you been watching The Idol? The Idol, <laughs> the TV show on um, no, HBO. I don't know what that is. You haven't seen it. Lily no. Rose Depp and The Weeknd. Okay, no, no,
5: I haven't oh. seen it.
1: So <laughs> well, there goes that segment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah. No, so basically, well, because it, it, it still makes sense. So basically, there's this show called The Idol, and it's uh, got Lily Rose Depp, and she plays a Zach singer, like a pop star, a pop star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then The Weeknd's character is like this manager guy. Yeah, like agent dude, and he's kind of I also haven't seen it. This is just from Zach. He is, like, their whole relationship is very, like, Fifty Shades of Grey-esque, and it's half the show's kind of a good storyline, and the other half is just this ridiculous, like, fantasy Fifty Shades of Grey that's, like, over the top and cringe and weird, and everyone's hating on the show and saying, like, it's good when they're not doing that, but it's kind of just being ruined by this. Mm -hmm. I was just wondering if you had like a stance on shows kind of like The Idol that you haven't seen, but like Fifty Shades of Grey or kind of things that like... Portray sex a certain way. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they're portraying it in this like kind of, yeah, odd way to me, but what's your kind of opinion on that? And how do you think that affects people that might end up coming to you for advice?
5: It does two things. One is positive in that it is bringing a conversation forward and getting people curious about things and anybody who's a part of the kink community, I guess normalising that a bit more. Mm. But then on the flip side, when it's not an accurate representation and it's missing really important parts that the kink community actually engage in, Mm. then it kind of does them a disservice. Um, Also, you can't just watch a show like that and then, you know, go home and whip out these No whips and chains and shit and do Mm. that on your partner when you actually have no experience. A lot of people who are part of, like, the kink community go to workshops, um, have mentors, are really trying to do it in the safest possible way Mm. or all aware of, like, aftercare boundaries, stuff like that. So it can be harmful in the sense that people just kind of go and, you know, try all these new things, which is great, but they're not doing it necessarily in the safest way, Mm. um, which I feel like you can see with, like, Fifty Shades. It's kind of, like, unrealistic in the way that, they Go about it, like it's not how you would actually practice it in real life. See, that's
0: interesting because I never would have thought that they people would go to workshops and stuff like that. I thought it was just kind
2: of like yeah. some people
0: were into that, and that's just they just happened to. I always know
2: thought it's it just people figured their own stuff out, like that. Of course, mm-hmm. you do, but like I didn't know you'd go to workshops and shit. So, yeah, how does, what
5: does that look like? There's a whole world out there, um, <laughs> there's like workshops, there's literally like Kink colleges that like travel the world and do stuff like when I went like to Kink S-
0: University. So you can yeah, like, like like Swinburne or like no I'm not <laughs> King. Kink.
5: <laughs> um and especially people who have like um engage in like dominant submissive relationships, they'll have like mentors and people who like teach them and show them literally all the ropes. How does yeah. one
0: qualify to become a mentor for that? Literally the ropes. They get they get <laughs>
5: <laughs> they would yeah, have to be they teach trained them the ropes, yeah they literally. get trained up to the point that they would be able to then mm. train other people yeah
0: how do you think also that you like realize that you're into that because I feel like it's people wouldn't even know it, yeah it's like what do one day you're just like oh, you know I'm really into that I want to get tied up by the roof and. Mm you know. <laughs>
5: yeah, I guess it depends. Like it could be from watching porn and you're like, oh, I'm intrigued by that. Have meeting somebody who introduces you to it. I feel like that happens a lot of the time. Like you meet a partner and this is what they're into and yeah. they teach you about it. And I guess just self-exploration, like just trying different things. Mm. Um, I don't know. It's kind of hard to answer because it's really different for, different for everybody.
0: Well, on that, you mentioned porn. Do you like, what's your stance on that? Because I know that there's a very big Nowadays, push against porn and even like uh like the no fap stuff for boys yeah. and everything, and how it can lower testosterone and even apparently like bone density. Um, what do you think of like porn, especially considering it's like a big problem with porn addiction? It could be like super crippling for people. Like and deep also deep.
2: just how porn portray is yeah. Sex that's another thing. It's cause like cause it's I've, like very.
0: I've heard from a few girls that I've known that their like first time was really are uh, unenjoyable because of, like, boys who had just watched porn and then think that that's reality. Yeah. So they, like, mm. do things that isn't really real. Like, what do you think of porn?
5: It's a massive question. I think porn, we have to remember, like, porn is literally, it's a fantasy played by actors. Like, mm. it's not real life. Um, and I think the problem isn't necessarily with the porn, it's with our lack of sex education to know, that what we're watching isn't realistic Mm. um, and to actually be shown how sex should look um, and all the different sexual scripts that are out there because porn very much follows the same script. It's like, you know, especially in heterosexual porn, like – maybe the guy will go down the girl but generally she'll give him a blur job for like 10 minutes and Mm. then they're straight into penetrative sex there's no talk about like desires and like boundaries and consent condom use even lube like all of that's out the door and it's very like hard and fast so if that if you have had no sex ed and you're just watching this like you're obviously going to think that this is like what sex is, Mm. um, which obviously isn't accurate. So it's harmful in that sense if you haven't been given the tools to understand that it's not right. It's also – it's harmful in the sense that like – If it's starting to stop you from going to work, hanging out with your friends, having a shower, it's Mm. starting to like affect your daily function and doing stuff, then that's obviously a problem, Mm. Um, which I guess is that more like porn addiction. Um, So I guess that's when it's an issue, but then it can still be beneficial in that, like if it helps you build desire before you go to like masturbate, like absolutely. And you understand that, what porn is and what it is for you and it kind of, that's all it is, if that makes sense, then it's not necessarily harmful. I guess it's just really how you use it. But there's also a lot more ethical porn out there now. Like there's a lot more porn that's for um, vulva owners and their desire and you can pay for porn that's like really great and it has everything that porn should have in it and is a lot more realistic. Mm-hmm. um But obviously, a lot of people are just Googling Pornhub instead. I think they should, should just
0: put at the start, like, you know, how in drinking videos on YouTube, you have to put, like, this is done by a professional, it's not real, or whatever. Or, like, yeah. gambling ads. They, 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 okay, yeah, like, notes. they should just have, like, at the start of them, like, this isn't real. <clears throat> just because I you know for a lot of people, myself included, that's like the first time you ever see, like, sex it is, yeah, and and it is it in like primary
2: school by one of your mates
0: yeah. yeah
1: yeah it's so impressionable for young people when they're watching that they think oh yeah. this is what it needs to be like when i have sex mm. but it's not the case no so that's for why... all the
0: listeners out there i wouldn't know but <laughs>
5: <laughs> no so they need sex ed in like primary school and earlier like actually mm. start like obviously age appropriate but because the reality is we're going to be exposed to these things and Especially if we're not now
0: with ai oh. i mean not ai <laughs> what, what am i saying the uh apple vision Goggles? Oh, We're like yeah. just going to be, be in the up. room with them. Yeah, you will. It's <laughs> like, you're going to be the fucking stepsister stuck in the washing machine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. okay, we should move on to some questions because we have prepared a fucking fair few lot questions. Of questions. Um, Henry, do you want to kick us off?
2: Yes. How commonly should people be getting STI or STD checks?
5: Yeah, so generally after every partner, but there's also, like, a time period between when you have sex with somebody as to whether it will show up. Like chlamydia and like gonorrhea is like two weeks. HIV is like three months. Um, So generally every three months, but also it's like good to get into the habit of it after every sexual partner, but obviously it depends. If you're in a relationship,
0: do you think that it's necessary to still do every three months?
5: Um, You might push it out to maybe like every six or 12 depending, but I generally still would, Mm. um, obviously because sometimes there's that delay and... Yeah, I g- generally still and like sometimes people get inaccurate results. Like all testing isn't always right. Um, mm. and obviously like not that I'm saying you shouldn't trust your partners, but you just like never know. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. So you're saying that these partners ain't loyal. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean <laughs> and like everyone should worry. <laughs> even
5: it. in like my case, for instance, like I got chlamydia twice off the same partner, mm. but we were together, but they didn't get like treated properly. Like you just uh, like you everyone, know what I mean. Like
0: even though I know chlamydia is like it's like yeah you get it and you take the antibiotic and it's gone. I st- everyone listening there's like um someone that i heard of that had it and didn't know they had it for like 12 years and now they can't have
1: kids
5: yeah well that's yeah. like because mine turned into pelvic inflammatory disease so mm. like that would have been that was a genuine concern but everything was fine when they like did the surgery
1: yeah but guys yeah. know when they have it
5: no no, it's not- oh, really
2: it less comfort to show up in guys yeah so oh, like 80 percent
5: of people will be asymptomatic which means they won't have symptoms mm. so like ah, literally basically go. all stis when you Ben's first like, oh, contracted, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got tested. Um, nah, I've been tested
1: recently. Um,
5: yeah, generally right. most people won't have symptoms with really, honestly, basically all of them. The Fuck, of them. I didn't know that. That's yeah. crazy.
1: Yeah. Oh, there you go. It's, it pays to get tested. So. Yeah, yeah. Does. um, I do have a question. For all the people that haven't had sex, like Henry, um, <laughs> or it's their first time having sex with a new partner, what are some things that they can do to make sure that – a, they enjoy, and B, that their partner is feeling comfortable and safe.
5: Definitely communicate. I think that's the honestly the only thing you can really, really do to make them comfortable, like ask them what makes you feel most comfortable in this situation, um, what do you like, what do you not like. Um, if they're not sure, get out like a there's like yes, no, maybe list out on the internet um, and you can like go through a list and be like, okay, like what's an absolute yes, what's a maybe depending on the context or And then obviously like our hard nose Um, and communicating from the start to the finish, even in the middle, even if it feels awkward Um, and then afterwards. So getting some constructive criticism, like what did you like? What did you not like? Um, And aftercare. Aftercare is really important. So whether that's obviously like asking them how do you like to receive aftercare? If it's their first time, obviously, they might not know. But whether that's cuddling or going up and getting them a glass of water, a towel, um, having a shower together, um, not just like getting up and getting your phone or whatever. Yeah, mm.
1: Very well answered. Mm. Um, I think I know
0: what you're going to say to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. How much sex and how often like, is too much and unhealthy? And I, I think that you're going to say if it starts to affect your daily life, but is there like say you're someone who, like Henry, doesn't have a job mm-hmm. and you don't have any commitments. <laughs> oh, geez, Henry's <laughs> Hello. A no, version with no job. <laughs> it's
2: only up from here. Well just say
0: say that you have a very flexible job. You're a really mm. rich business owner and you don't have to go to work, like Henry. Yeah, yeah that's better. And um he has all this time in the day. How and he could could it's not gonna affect anything. Is it like there's a point where it's like this is just not healthy? or like is there a number because just give me a number
5: there's no number (laughs) (laughs) like you could have sex five times a day but i guess the thing would be that when you do get employed if that was to ever happen (laughs) are you going to be like fuck i'm not having sex like i can't cope with this like mm. it's yeah there's not really a number um either way like there's whether that's like people always want to know how much sex should i be having and it's like as much as feels good for you and Mm. um it's even like when you're looking at the other way like not having sex as often. Like, even if you could have sex every day, or would you rather have like, you know, sex once a month, but it's the most mind blowing sex every single time? Whereas the everyday is just gonna be really average. Like what would you prefer? Mm. Like it's not really, I guess, the quantity more the quality.
2: Probably every day. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, I have another question. Is it bad, even if you're using protection and you have lots of different sexual partners, can that be a bad thing or is that just like Live your best life. Yeah. yeah.
0: Are they full? Is it like 100% protection with a condom or not?
2: I think it's 98 or something. It's
5: ah. like 99%.
0: Yeah. Ah, so it's not 99. even worth it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: um. Nah, be a slut. Run it <laughs> up. Cool.
0: What was it, mega hoe?
5: Yeah, be a mega hoe like me. Go to uni and like go all out. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Make it your whole life. <laughs> I feel very
1: inspired now. Um. I've got another one about masturbation, yeah. but for women. Mm-hmm. If, a, if a woman uses, like, a vibrator frequently, does that make her insensitive um, to normal sex and make it harder for her to climax whilst having sex? That is sex? a
0: great question. Thank you. <laughs>
5: uh, not necessarily. So you can definitely get more accustomed to a certain way of pleasure, especially if you're like masturbating the same way every time, like you're literally lying in the same position, the same type of porn, The same process from start to finish. That's every guy ever.
1: Yeah, and they just have this look of regret. (laughs) (laughs) The VR thing, (laughs) (laughs) on the new Apple. God, I can't wait for that.
0: Just like when you take that off and you're just all sad. (laughs) Your mum and dad will just like walk in the room and see the goggles,
2: like, "Oh, I'm just gonna (laughs) (laughs) leave."
5: The goggles and the (laughs) t-shirt. Oh, sorry. Um, But you kind of like wiring your brain then to be like, okay, this is gonna be the easiest route to like an orgasm or whatever. Um, When it comes to like vibrators, you can't, you're not gonna damage anything or like damage the nerves there. But you definitely might find that the more you use it, maybe the more intensity you need. Um, But it really depends how you're pleasuring yourself. Like if you're always taking the time to turn yourself on and not just like putting it up to max speed straight away, you're probably not gonna run into that issue.
1: Yeah, that's good. Cause I, always, I think like I'm not sure about you guys, but I never girls that it, I know like have always like I've been told like oh don't use vibrators like girls yeah be, like, it's very... scared to use them because mm. they'd be like oh I don't want to not be able to come when I'm I feel like sex.
0: I feel like there's a very big stigma around women masturbating because I, whenever I've asked a girl who I'm not super close with, they'll always say no and it's not till you get really like close to someone that they'll say yes. And yeah. then they're like, oh, every girl does. But I'm like, well, every single other girl said that no, they wouldn't dream of it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Uh, why do you think that is that women are typically more embarrassed to admit it than boys who would just
2: openly talk about having VR fucking headsets
0: <laughs> on? <laughs> no, it no, wake. No, 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 no. I feel
2: like it's probably just like a stigma thing. Like they've grown up mm. with like that girls can't talk about that kind of stuff. Because I didn't but-
0: even think that it was like Possible for women to do until I was old enough when I was like, you know, like of the age where I was like, oh, obviously.
2: Mm. But when I was like a kid, I was like, oh, that
0: that doesn't happen. Mm. So, you know, I don't
5: know. Definitely society and like obviously in like primary school, high school, you hear boys always talking about having a wank and stuff and like girls aren't having that conversation. But I think another difference as well is like as somebody with a penis you can see it in front of you and you can see it get erect and you can Mm. be like, oh, and, like, you can touch it and play with it and do whatever and, like, like that feels good. Whereas for a lot of, like, Volvo owners, you don't just see it, if that makes sense. Like, it's not just obnoxiously Mm. there Mm. and we're not taught how to know when we're aroused. Like, if that's being wet, we're not just constantly putting our hands down there to, like, have a feel and, you know, Mm. to know. Um, So I think that's another thing. It's not just necessarily like as in our faces to do it if that makes sense Mm -hmm. um but then I know literally like every girl I've honestly spoke to that is you know close enough to have this conversation like I've heard the corners of the couches have absolutely copped it, like, growing up, like, <laughs> teddies, <laughs> like, it's happened. It's yeah. We just don't. Corners we of don't, the couch. Yeah. I feel like what i try that
1: in movies a lot, like, <laughs> with, like, a certain, like, um, stuffed teddy bear or some shit. They always be like, oh, don't touch that one. <laughs> yeah, literally. Or, like, a pillow. Yeah. Like,
5: I remember that as a kid, like, bringing in to sleepover and the girls were, like, the pillows and, like, so it was a thing. But, like, we just don't, we don't talk about it. You said Fair before
1: up. about... For guys, it's more in your face, like, when you get a boner. Yeah. Why do guys just get random erections? Do you know?
5: Yeah. So, um, you guys are on, like, a 24-hour hormone cycle. So, you have random fluctuations of testosterone. So, that's one reason, especially, like, during the day and stuff. And then at night, you're... This is going to be like sciencey. Your parasympathetic nervous system kicks in, which is what like has to be a part of the process of when you're getting an erection. Um, so you'll have like up to five a night, um, which is good and like healthy. If you ever notice that like you're not waking up with an erection or getting them throughout the night, that's probably like a good time to go to the doctor because it's like linked to your cardiovascular health.
1: Good. Because mm. I've had some boners in some weird places. Yeah, I, was I just could like, imagine. What is going on? But, <laughs> that's um, good.
0: This is. <clears throat> Slightly personal, so you absolutely don't have to answer, but I'm just curious. If Since you're a sex expert, sexologist, sex scientist, uh, older sister advice giver of sex, sex coach, <laughs> except <Et cetera. laughs> Joe <Mumble>, Law, <laughs> sex referee, <laughs> does it make you when you're in your own personal life having sex with someone, like hyper-analyze them and kind of just you're like... I'm trying to think of an analogy to give. Like if you're an expert at kicking the footy and someone comes over and they're kicking the footy and you're you're just judging everything they're doing like you just want to coach them you want to teach them how to kick the footy is that something that you find happens to you and again you don't have to answer i'm just curious yeah i've
5: got the notepad out i'm there <laughs> writing my yeah. notes doing like hey on wait a second have got gonna write <laughs> got that down whistle. that's interesting <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um no not really to be honest especially like at my age 23 like Sex is pretty consistent to how it's looking among everyone I'm, like, having sex with. Mm. Um, It's more, like your open-mindedness and your curiosity. And I'm always gonna ask after sex, what did you like, what did you not like? Or what are your turns ons turn-offs? And if you can't give me an answer, that's when I'm like, oh, like seriously, like. Mm.
0: I feel like I can just see you with like, when you're done, you just have like a clipboard with like a f- f- sheet. <laughs> <laughs> can you just fill this out? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like a full press conference. Like, So what did you think on your performance?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh God. That was a good answer, though. Yeah, that was a good answer.
5: Well, like, do you... Personal question back to you is, do you guys know your turns on and off? Like, if I was to put you on the spot, like, what turns you on?
2: Hmm. I feel like I have a good idea. I'm not going to answer it on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But I... I feel like I've definitely tried some stuff.
5: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I definitely know, like, when... With different sexual partners, like, what I like from them and what I don't like. Yeah. And have told them like, oh, this is what I like and you should keep doing that. Mm. Yeah, that's good. What about... Because there's th- this is something that I...
0: And I don't even care about saying <laughs> this because fuck it. But like, <laughs> I feel like a turn off for me sometimes is when girls are like overly loud. Mm-hmm. And I... For, like, how do you tell... Because obviously I've never once said to someone when that's happened, which is very rarely. Like that's kind of cringe and turning (laughs) off how would someone go about being like oh can you just shut up (laughs) like what's the nice way to say that with because i feel like they'll just take offense or like vice versa if a boy is loud and a girl doesn't like yeah whatever the situation like how do you tell someone that they're turning you off
5: um i guess in that scenario i'd probably want to have centered around what turns me on and be like i really like connecting with you and when I want to Gas connect lighter. with you, <laughs> like, um, you know, if it's too loud or there's too much noise, like stimulation, it kind of distracts me. So like maybe turning it around, not being like, I don't like that, change it. Mm. Saying this is what I do like, which is obviously a bit more like silence and letting them, I guess, know that, or if they're vocal in the sense of like dirty talk, being like, just be honest, like tell somebody mm. if you're not into that. Cause well, like some people absolutely aren't.
0: <laughs> maybe the compliment sandwich, you give them a compliment, and then tell them that you don't like this, yeah. and then another compliment. So you
1: just answered your own question. <laughs> well, that made me think of it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I just thought of something then, mm-hmm. and this is for me, but for a lo- I feel like a lot of guys out there. I never really know what to say during sex. Like, dirty talk or just talking in general is something that I'm like, fuck, I don't know if I need to get better at or if it's something that I should be doing. Like, is there like... I don't know, a cheat sheet or like... <laughs>
0: no, you've got to pay for a coaching. For <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just trying to get free lessons. Hockey
5: coaching. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you and anyone else. else yeah. 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 Um, I feel like the easiest way to start with it because it's kind of awkward. Like it yeah. really is for anybody unless you're just naturally good at it or like don't feel awkward in that sense. But like probably just starting with like... I don't know, like, how does that how does that feel, or do you like this, and um, or letting them know when you like something. That's probably like a good start um, before you jump into the like more like mm. I don't even There's so Full many examples yeah. out there, I could, yeah. Um, but I'd probably start with that. How does
0: that feel? Shit. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> I'm going to go back to the couch. <laughs> yeah, so we, we got some fan
2: questions for you. Half of and- them were the stupidest ha- things oh, you yeah. have ever read in our entire
0: life. So I but
5: can um, imagine.
1: Like, I- hold on, I'll get one. That was, that was
0: We We were treading on eggshells because we wanted to obviously make sure we are being respectful, but you're cool. And I feel like you will see the funny side of this yeah. thing so <laughs> yeah. far. This, no. is,
1: this is one that this just shows how dumb our audience is. <laughs> I smoked about 50 cones of DMT and now my dick doesn't get hard. What do I do? Well,
5: this stops smoking yeah. DMT. I bet mean, that kid's
1: like 30 as yeah. well, so oh, this will be funny. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Uh, we'll get but we did, some, get a, we
0: did get two really good ones.
5: <laughs> two out of
0: how many? Two out of hundreds. <sighs> yeah, it was horrible. They were like,
2: what would happen if a bear fucked a zebra and shit like that? Like Just, just dumb. Or like just idiot, like, like shit. Yeah, how do
0: I stop fucking yeah. your mum down?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you
2: guys, yeah. fucking mature. Grow up! Yeah. Get some fucking
1: class. <laughs> uh, this is one from... Wait, do we read out their names? Yeah. This is one from...
0: I can just say Josh.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, he'll
5: probably be like fucking say Probably don't put action. his whole head. <laughs> <in. laughs>
1: right, from Josh, um, best position to start with.
5: Best position to start with.
1: But you can't say missionary.
5: <laughs> well, it's kind of hard because it de- like missionary's I'm, late.
1: I'm just gonna throw that out. There. Yeah, missionary's great.
5: A lot of people love it, but they yeah. get scared to, to say they love it. Um, it's kind of hard because it's like, who is he having sex with? Um, and like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, it's different. Like, What's if I'm Let's assume for argument's
0: sake that it's a girl.
5: Argument sake for a girl. Honestly, the best one to start with, I would- It's hard because it's not just like an actual position. Like, what are they like? Like, that person might hate missionary. Probably one that is going- Like, allows you to start slow and control the pace and- isn't going to be too much too quickly. Like something like doggy can be like a lot of stimulation and pretty intense. So starting like obviously missionary is a bit like, I didn't want to say it, but like you can control the depth a bit more and it's not as intense, but don't pull the legs up. Like none of mm-hmm. that. Like save that for later. But yeah, pro- honestly, I feel like missionary is a, a yeah, great it's start. It's a default or, one. Like, yeah. Or like spooning, if you're like, depending like spooning from behind. But honestly, like it depends on what your partner likes, like starting with what they like the most, to be honest, like because somebody, any of the positions I just listed, like they might hate all of them. So mm.
1: Is it true? I just thought of this then. Is it true for a girl to climax when she's on top?
5: Um, it's generally the easiest way for a vulva owner to climax when they're on top because they can control the depth and everything and it stimulates their like G spot, G area. However, only 20% of all owners will climax from penetration. So, you really need to be focusing on the clitoris.
2: All right. There's another one that came in from Max and he said, is masturbating to your imagination better or worse than to porn? <coughs>
5: um,
2: Great question. Depends.
5: If you can only now ma- like masturbate be- with porn and you can't do it with your imagination, then maybe you might want to... Pull back on the porn, but there isn't one that's ne- necessarily better or
1: mm. better
5: or worse. Because yeah, true. yeah, you could start having like only be able to masturbate to the same, you know, imagination. Like it has to be your neighbor every single time, or you can't get off. Yeah, like so, it just depends. Like in your flexibility with it, I guess.
0: My <coughs> kind of follow up question with that. Is do you think, like, where do you stand on like the whole no fat movement and it being like kind of a sigma male thing now? It's like, don't have a wank because it increases your testosterone and like wanking's like fucking, you know, whatever. <laughs> do you think that there's benefits to that? Do you think that it's dumb and that you should just do it? Like, where do you kind of stand on it? Because I, my thing is, even if you didn't do it, Sure, you're still going to have, like, wet dreams all the time in, in that case and it would be, like, not worth it. Um,
5: I guess I feel like the community is more harmful than anything. Like, it's not even just the, like, not masturbating. It's, like, the the community that comes with it and all their other ideas and what they're trying to make. You know real men look like and what masculinity mm. should look like so i think the whole movement has its own issues whether you want to masturbate or not it's honestly like personal preference like yes there has been studies that show that you'll have higher testosterone but that's obviously probably comparing extremes of like somebody who doesn't masturbate at all to somebody who's doing it like five times a day like mm.
1: Yeah. Um. You spoke before about kinks and the kink community. What would you say is some of the most common kinks that you see, and like the least common ones?
5: Definitely feet. People love their feet. Um. That's we like really common. Um. Also, like anything within the BDSM community, is super common. Um. The less common ones are
0: BDSM. Sorry for those listening. What would what would what that does mean? it stand for? Yeah. Bondage. I don't like bondage. Submissive. Beers during wait, B, sex. BD. Mates. Yeah. BD. Oh, yeah, so. wait. Bondage, dominant, submissive, and what's the last one?
5: Um, masochism. What is what's that? that? So, it's- <laughs> Masochism? How do you not know what
0: that means? Okay, producer Zach apparently knows what it means.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Zach knows
5: everything. <laughs> Zach
3: Because <laughs> like, <laughs> <friends."
5: laughs> it go it's, So, it's like, Sadus, I always pronounce these wrong. Sadus Sad- sadism sad- or sadism and masochism so masochism means like you enjoy having pain inflicted of- on you whereas the mm. sadism is you like doing it to others
2: ah, right, yeah. right.
0: Hmm. okay so but sorry back to what you're saying the bdsm is very common And uh, the
5: feet, the other kinks. And then, like, the least common ones, honestly, everything's a kink. Like, you Google it. Like, I remember hearing something like, if it's not in porn, it doesn't exist. Like, there's a kink for everything. So, the least common ones are kind of hard to answer because it's just, like...
2: So out there.
5: Yeah. Like, honestly, think of the Mm. most, like, random thing and there's a kink for it. Like, I'm literally, this week's podcast episode is on belly button kinks. Because I had a listener write in, they're like, I have a belly button kink. Oh no, reckon that it's their
0: girlfriend like or innies?
5: <laughs> innies. You can do more of an innie. Trust me, I did my research. You can do a lot more of an innie Like one. take
0: body shots with tequila.
5: Yeah, and like put food in there and penetrate it Ugh. and stuff.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I mean, not judging anyone. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah, don't It's a young.
2: safe space. <laughs> yeah, right? Did you just say penetrate the belly button? Yeah. Like with food point. in it.
5: Or, oh, not, not, you could do both uh. at the same time if you wanted, but like, um, like you could use different like sex toys or like obviously like your finger or your tongue or something to like penetrate it. Depends mm. on their belly button structure.
0: So, you're, if you're someone, say oh, I have a really out, like out there kink that is very niche, I think, and I'm like, I can't talk to anyone about it because I don't feel comfortable, but I really want to explore it somehow. What, what would you tell me to do? What should I do?
5: Um, so, if you want to explore it, it'd be finding ways to do it in a safe way that you feel comfortable, whether that's watching porn, reading books, um, certain movies, going to, like, joining kink communities online. Um, like, there's different groups, like, Life is, like, a really big one um, where you can go on there, meet other people, talk to them online go to them, workshops if there's one for it. You'll see Zach or, there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <writing them>. <laughs> <laughs> or like a meetup. They do like meetups and probably engaging in that way. And especially on the online community, then you might find somebody else. It depends if you want to practice it with somebody else or just on your own, mm. um, but you can find like other like-minded people. So generally online, because obviously the more like niche and like unique your kink is, mm. the less people who are probably into it fair
1: fair we have asked you heaps of questions but i'm keen did you have any for us that you wanted to ask us any to questions? get our thoughts on like i don't know just anything like three a... stupid boys that <laughs> just like yeah don't know i guess now what she's you... psychoanalyzing yeah, yeah, she's no, she's no, like, yeah. <laughs> um
5: i'd love to know what is i like the ideal sex look like to you
0: Benny anyway, Lee, take us away.
1: <laughs> Probably just with someone you love, mm-hmm. like really intimate. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: Go into more detail than that. Come on, Benny. Um, D- describe the person. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Your mum. <laughs> no, I don't know. Just like, uh, like a safe space where you're both comfortable when you just – you both know what each other like mm. and you're doing that. Um, yeah, with
2: someone that you've like – been with for a while. You know yeah. what people like and don't like.
1: And I feel like for everyone, I don't know, me as well, is like sex is always better when you know the other person is really enjoying it. Mm. Um, So, like, that would probably be the big and thing. And I'd
0: say an environment that's kind of like if it's – you get the vibe that it's, like, very – unadventurous or non-adventurous whatever the word is and like you kind of feel like you have to be it's more of like a routine and that's it's like something you're going through like it's like a workout not so much a like explorative experience with someone that you actually are like connected to uh, to some degree like you don't have to always just have sex with someone that you're dating and in love yeah. with yeah like just anyone that you kind of have somewhat of a connection with or someone that you hate
2: doesn't really matter even like a one night stand can be sick mm.
5: yeah absolutely mm.
2: so pretty much
1: the Any- toilet stall of a local RSL.
5: <laughs> 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 Love it. I want to
1: answer more questions. We never get into that. Yeah. Like, Don't
5: you? It. Yeah, well, because I'm, I'm curious. Sorry, we're putting you on your spot here. No, because so. very much, because, um, like, you're all 23. And, I'm like, 23, guys, 23. It's not. Oh, I'm 23, I'm 20. 20, oh, the baby.
2: Mm. Mm.
5: Sexy, <laughs> but he's still
0: a rich business owner. He has <laughs> heaps time of yeah. <laughs> yeah. time exactly. in
5: I guess, like, what your sexual, because I call them sexual scripts, which is, like, what you kind of do from start to finish because I feel like a lot of guys in their early 20s very much think that sex should follow the same script of, you know, especially if they're having sex with, like, women, you know, like, oh, finger them, maybe go down on them, then I'll get a blowjob, then we straight to penetration, we do these three positions, like, missionary, um, doggy and them on top, and then I come and that's it. And sex ends as soon as the erection's gone, like.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, well, I think that that's a good point because I feel like for a lot of people... It does kind of become a routine, and like you, you're like, oh well, I don't want to be someone who's like got all these kinks and into this explorative stuff. So I'm just gonna do what I know. And I feel like that sometimes a lot of people just get stuck in their ways, and like Mm. they they just do what they know, which can lead to like them, like when they have other partners, kind of not satisfying them. Whatever. Just some thoughts from little old Dell over here. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't really think I have a sex script. I think it's pretty uh, in the moment. Yeah, in the moment. Like sometimes you'll like give or receive head and sometimes you won't. Like, I, I feel like it's just kind of dependent on the circumstance, like whether it's, like if you're in a relationship with someone and then like you communicate something you like, or if it's like a one night stand, then I don't know, it can really just be anything. Yeah. You you have.
1: No,
2: I agree. I agree with that. I feel like there is a bit of a script in a way where it's like. I
0: feel like it has to know. kind of yeah. go in a
2: certain order but it does it. but that, that that's what I'm leading
5: to yeah.
0: Yeah. is how can you break that sort of thing that it's like you start kissing and then you start like getting handsy and then you start you know what I mean how do you break that like lineal progression that it always seems to go through I feel
1: like someone would have to show you wouldn't they like with a new partner or, or like if you're in a relationship like or many like people you are. watch
5: the podcast and you go home to your girlfriend yeah. <laughs> and you're like let's try this out
0: but don't you think it kind of to a degree has to go in that sort of order?
5: No, absolutely not. Because you
0: can't start with sex and then go back to just like... Foreplay. Yeah. Absol-
5: or out of... Yeah, absolutely you can. But,
0: but, but is it bad if you go straight to sex without starting with foreplay?
5: Yeah, don't just shove it in. Don't <laughs> yeah, do that.
0: See, so that's what I was do not. saying. Yeah.
5: Um, unless that's what they're into, don't do that. So I think the thing is we center what we think sex is around penis and vagina penetration. Mm. So it's all around like sticking it in. Um, but you can go from like foreplay to then penetrate to sex then back to that or like i very much like question for you guys i guess like once you orgasm sex is that when sex is done
1: well not necessarily not necessarily yeah. yeah it depends on the person but sometimes you i'd probably say majority i don't know of what the, the word i don't know what the right word is but is it like finishing a girl off yeah yeah uh, sometimes yeah. yeah i've done that sometimes but Normally, it always, <laughs> yeah. Well, normally it always ends when like after I come.
5: Yeah, well, I feel like that. Which
1: like, is most guys. I feel like I don't. <laughs> that's not like a out there thing to say.
5: No, no, absolutely not. That's what I typically see. Is like mm. once a guy orgasms, it's done. But like, it doesn't have to be like that. Like we're very much taught that that's what it. That's how it goes. Um. So I guess that's why I like brought it up. Is like to challenge the way that you are having sex, so that once you orgasm, it doesn't have to. The pleasure and fun doesn't have to end there. Like, yes, you do go into a period where you might not be able to be erect, but, like, you don't need an erect penis to engage and play with somebody. Like, Mm. you can have – you've got your whole body. I think it's more the whole – I think it's
0: more like it's such a – like, for boys, it's such a, like, release that you're just, like, kind of exhausted and not – in like, you don't want to Mm. do it more often than not. It's not like, oh, I – like, you would for someone else, but for your – like, your whole desire and – sort of reasoning for wanting it I feel like instantly goes away yeah which out. I don't think yeah. something that girls sort of experience obviously I'm not a girl so I don't know but like
5: well it's you're a fractatory period so like it's not when you're like afterwards it's where, really like sexually you can't really get aroused again mm. but obviously it depends how long that lasts and obviously the younger you are typically the shorter that period is um it but like back. yeah like once you get to <laughs> like like the older you get the longer that period gets so like once you get into like above 50 sometimes you need literally like a full 24 hours before you're like capable of like getting an erection and like properly aroused again Damn, uh, but fuck. you can yeah from the like sex the like male sex coaches and sexologists I've spoken to it takes a bit but you can definitely like tap into this ability because like ejaculation and orgasm are not the same thing they're two separate things they just happen really close together so you can like there's people out there who can train themselves to be able to orgasm without actually ejaculating so they can keep going Really? That's fucked. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, but they don't wow teach you there. that in school, that, like, it's actually two different things. Wow.
1: Um, producer Zach wants us to wrap up, but I do have one more question, and yeah. this is something that I feel like all guys want to know, is how can you, like, how do you last longer? How can you teach yourself to last longer in bed?
5: Yeah. Mm. So it's because I need different. to know everyone <laughs>
1: listening,
0: sitting in their car going, When are they gonna ask it?
1: <laughs>
5: yeah, I did a whole podcast on this. I came up with 10 different things, but off the top of my head, oh, so don't answer, don't answer, just say one. listen to the podcast. <laughs> give yeah. us the best one. <laughs> best thing to do would be to last longer is kind of like a start stop method. Like if you feel like you're gonna come, stop. Focus on your partner, pleasure them for a little while, mm. get back to it, or change positions. Changing positions can be good. That would probably be my one tip. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah. Or think about
1: dirt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I think that's a perfect time that we can wrap this up. I hope to that everyone- finish
1: this up. Oh, yeah. see what I did there? Nice, thank you. Uh,
0: let's finish this off, and <laughs> let's see how many of those we can make. Um. Uh, yeah, well, I've definitely learned Thank you a lot. for
1: coming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: sorry, I had to. Uh,
0: yeah, no. Well, I think that it's very admirable what you're doing because like you said, it's something that I feel like a lot of people can be embarrassed about and especially at a young age there's not that much uh, information that's readily ab- available that's not wrong um, and it's not something that people are comfortable really talking about. Like I wouldn't talk to my older siblings about it when I was a kid and I don't think that that is going to change with families for a while so yeah, it's very good what you're doing and it uh, it's very nice that you would come talk to three very immature boys about it and, yeah, uh, I like and it. an extraordinarily yeah, immature audience so yeah everyone listening you should go listen to That's Orgasmic and you can learn the other nine ways not to come fast because yeah. you're like maybe I was trying that already and I just it's not working for me <laughs> I just keep coming in two seconds. <laughs> so go listen to the other nine ways. Yeah. <coughs> um, yeah.
1: What's well, your Instagram? You. Plug your. Yeah, um, plug, pl- plug your stuff, do a Yeah, little- so
5: my Instagram is That's Orgasmic. Same as my TikTok, it's That's Orgasmic Podcast. Um, obviously podcast is called that as well. And then my business is Emily Duncan Sexology and I do online se- um, sex coaching sessions for individuals and couples all around Australia and the world as well.
0: Awesome. Well, thank Fuck you yeah. so much for coming on and your time. Thank you. Yeah. Thank thank you. So that was you. lovely. Great to meet you. I can't believe you actually pulled through and we really did have a sexologist named Emily from the That's Orgasmic podcast just on the podcast.
2: Yeah, you know, I just like setting up stuff and I knew you wanted to ask those questions about your sex life and everything.
1: Mm. I learned a whole heap. Like Mm. that was actually a really informative and fun um, podcast to do. Can you rate my growl? Eight. Eight. (laughs) That that was (laughs)
0: worse.
2: Oh, that was good. (laughs)
0: Hey. All right. That'll wrap us up for today. Thank you all very much for listening and watching our first ever YouTube version of the podcast. Plug, like the video. Make sure to go and fucking uh, re-listen to the other episodes, the earlier ones, because we feel like we provided you with some good value and we had to talk about very embarrassing things like boobies and sex.
1: So... Don't <laughs> go, go listen, <laughs> listen to all of Emily's podcasts that she's put out under that's Orgasmic on Spotify. And mm-hmm. Everything else where you listen to your podcasts, follow her Instagram. That's orgasmic. For Follow our Instagram. Yeah. Follow our pod. Instagram. Sun Sesh Pod. If you want part If you want two, to listen to this podcast. Follow my Instagram. If you want <laughs> a part two to uh, the podcast that we just did or you want to hear us on Emily's or you want Emily on again, yep. let us know because yep. I think we're all down. That'd be a fucking mm. Yeah. Send in some questions again because you guys were shit ass. Yeah, grow um, the
2: fuck up, guys. Shout yeah. out to whoever asked the
0: two questions we used. Yeah,
1: two, two. And all of the sh- hundreds. It's like all the shit ones were just Zach's burner accounts. Okay? <laughs> 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 Alright, catch.